Leadership is simple, but it's not easy. I'm Daryl Black, and I have over 30 years in crisis leadership and project management positions. And over those decades, I have learned and applied the concept that I call minimal viable effort, how to make the most impact, the most influence, with the least amount of effort in the least amount of time. And through those tactics, I have been able to build my influence, lead hundreds of people on operations during crisis and projects. And it's those tactics, those techniques that I am able to apply in the moment that I am bringing to you in this series. Practical and tactical, no more than 10 minutes, that right after you finish listening to this episode, you can take what we just talked about and you can apply it. So something that uh, has become crystal clear uh, in my leadership journey and, and as I continue that journey and looking after a fairly significant project involving a few hundred people across the country, so you talk about distributed workforce, you talk about a workforce that um, uh, you know is pretty inexperienced uh, through no fault of their own, it, it just is the reality of... of uh, the situation so you know when we first brought when we first started this project on uh, I can tell you so there was one person me and uh, eight days later uh, we were up to 300 people I think and then within two weeks of that we were up to 500 so within two weeks just over two weeks went from a, a project or an operation of one me doing a little spreadsheet uh, up to like 500 in uh, in like I said, just over two weeks. Explosive growth. Explosive growth by any definition and a lot of uh, a lot of challenges with that. Well, part of that challenge that we're now facing, so we're a number of weeks into the project and the operation, um, you know, it was like drinking water through a fire hose for everybody involved. It was an operation that had never been done before. Um, so literally starting from scratch with regard to physical sites, um, uh, no standard operating procedures, no processes, uh, no job descriptions, like you, like zero, zero. Uh, so a tremendous amount of work. But what we have recognized now is in the push to operationalize and get stood up all of these, these locations, these distributed sites, there was a heavy focus on safety and standard operating procedures, SOPs as we call them. A whole bunch of safety guidelines. We're dealing with uh, a pandemic-related project, so needless to say, uh, the amount of protocols in place are astronomical and rightfully so. So there was a heavy focus on that piece, make sure everyone was educated on that and so on and so forth. Now, with that also came a focus with our site managers, so folks that are on the ground in these remote locations managing various uh, various numbers of people. The focus was definitely on process, definitely on SOPs, definitely on the operational aspects, the logistics. Do we have the right tents in place? Do we have the right trailers? Do we have the right equipment? Do we have the right people? Do we have the right PPE? The list goes on and on and on. Now, through that, we now recognize, or I, and when I say we, I, I mean I, but we, I, I support a, 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 the project, I support the operation, even though I'm technically the, the lead of it, uh, I, I see myself as a chief support officer. 
And um, so one of the things that we, we have recognized is that that created a culture of um, being very focused on the operational aspects of the job, which is great. We're, we were able to, to stand up real quick. We were able to, to get functioning, high functioning very, very quickly in terms of the ability to do the job. What was missing though, unfortunately, is the recognition and the criticality, if that's a word, uh, it is now, that management is not just about procedures, standard operating procedures, and operational aspects and logistics. I would submit to you, actually, that becomes a very, very small part of your job. Once that is established, once that is, the operational aspects are grounded now and relatively consistent. There will always be tweaks, but once that is relatively consistent, you need to make a very, very quick shift, if you haven't already, but very, very quick shift to now recognizing that management is leadership. And leadership is not about processes and procedures. Leadership is about the people. That's what leadership is about. It's about influencing other people for an outcome, not manipulating, but influencing. So I would submit to you that early on in our project, the the management job was 90% operate, making things operational, um, which in retrospect was, was you gotta dance with Hubrunya, that, that's what we had to deal with and that's what we did. But, uh, but now making that critical shift to now saying, look folks, your job is to lead. It's not to just make sure the rules are followed or that there's compliance or that the processes are in place. Your job is actually to coach. Your job is to mentor. Your job is to educate. Your job is to create the culture of positivity on the site. Your job is to create good communication, find respect in every opportunity. That's your job now as a leader, making that transition from a, 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 about the what we're doing, you know, the, the, the minutiae of details to now who is doing it? Who's doing it, you know, focusing on them. And part of that is, here, here's an example great example. There was a situation where this new individual, young fellow, by all accounts, good, good, good dude, good dude, shows up on a site, leaves uh, his backpack under a trailer on site. Technically, that is a violation of our rules for security and a bunch of other things. And I don't need to go into detail about our sites and stuff like that, but essentially they're, everything's very contained. Uh, you know, there, there's a place for everything. Let's put it that way. <clears throat> so this individual shows up for work, puts his backpack underneath the trailer because it's close to his work area. So in his thinking, he's like, well, it's, it's got my water in it. It's got some other things. So that's, that's good. That's what I need. So that's where I'm going to put it. Sounds reasonable. Unfortunately, the, the manager sees the backpack. And now that's not the unfortunate part. So, site manager sees the uh, sees the backpack and uh, proceeds to to try to figure out whose backpack this is because it's a breach, it's a violation of the rule. So the site manager 
interviews or, or you know is, is basically figuring out where this thing is from and as it turns out it's it's this person's right it's this new person's well instead of a, instead of creating a coaching moment which is very simply done in this situation hey sorry um you know here are the, the protocols and so on and so forth so just next time just please just put your backpack in the in the designated location easy peasy end end of situation well unfortunately this this manager was very very uh focused on breaches the rules compliance and those sorts of things filed in what's called an incident report so that report goes up to senior management including myself and um and so instead of using it as a coaching moment, it was used as a, as a compliance issue. So two days later, after this, you know, all, after all is said and done, this young fellow, by all accounts, pleasant, positive, wanting to come to work, quits. Now, a lot of this was going on, actually, I, I didn't know about it, at the, you know, in the immediacy of, of, of when this was all going on. So the question comes back, to the site manager. So what, help us understand the process that led to this individual leaving the backpack there and what what did you do about it besides filing an incident report, basically. And the site man manager said, oh, you know, uh, came on and uh, you know, was really busy, so didn't uh, have time to, uh, to talk to the person, but we don't have time if somebody can't function and get up to speed really quickly, then this isn't the operation for them, and so on and so forth. Nowhere in there was any proper onboarding. Nowhere in there was the fact that people are stressed out on their first day of work, especially doing an operation that no one's done before. Like, this is not an office job. Uh, ignoring the fact that this individual had been hired very, very quickly, very little information. The, the individual was up from out of town. The list goes on and on. And so no onboarding process was done per se, apart from on-the-job training with regard to, okay, shadow this person, they're going to tell you what to do. But nowhere in there was the people aspect of it, is of onboarding, just greeting the person, saying, hi, uh, this is what right looks like with us, here are our values, this is how we like to communicate, uh, do you have any questions, we want you to feel comfortable, be part of the team, all of those other things. So the site manager in their head was completely in the right. And technically speaking, yes, I suppose they were. They were fulfilling the operational aspects of management. They were not leading. They were being very good managers. They were being very good supervisors. And we lost, again, by all accounts, a good employee within a couple of days. So I want to just give you that that feedback to make sure that as early as possible people recognize that management and is not and supervision is not people oriented leadership is people oriented so you need people on your team your 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 managers to be leaders and what the leadership aspect is is all about the people not about the processes so continually drive that into your culture have a good onboarding process not about the the x's and o's but about the people, about the culture, about the communication, about creating a workplace of respect and, and uh, inclusion and all of those other things.